The Brum Radio Shop is now open with all sorts of Brum Radio stuff with everything from t-shirts and hoodies to mugs and posters and much more. Support Brum Radio. Go to brumradio.com and click on shop. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hiya kids, it's Barbara Nice here, Barbara's in Strays at Nice as in the Biscuit on another beautiful day. Uh, what day is it, Paul? It's Thursday. Thursday. Right, tomorrow's Friday and then Monday's Bank Holiday Monday. We won't be on Bank Holiday mm. Monday because we are trying to abide by some kind of calendar because it kind of helps us know where we pig in Ah, so how have you been, Paul? I've been good. Since I've, yesterday. I'm, I'm worried. You rushed off yesterday. I'm worried about oh, you. Oh, I rushed off because unusually the doorbell had gone ding dong, ding dong. Do, 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 do. Wasn't that one? No, no, no. That's my got good news sound. Yeah, <laughs> that, Paul. No, this was ding dong. Ding dong. And I thought, well, who is it? And I wondered whether I took the back of my mind, because we've got a milkman, and Ken has promised me that he's been putting some money out for the milkman, because I don't want the milkman to go down. I think these are these are delicate times for independent business, so we've got to keep paying the milkman. And I thought, I must run down now and catch him in case we've not been paying him and we owe him money and I want to give him some money. But it, it wasn't the milkman. It wasn't window cleaner or nobody like that. It was a delivery of this yellow package. And I thought, well, I can't remember ordering anything. Not ordered anything anything really till I ordered this daft nail nails gel salon nails at home thing you know I thought well I'm not ordering nothing else like that because it's big and stupid you don't use them Barbara I opened it up it was full of beer and a nice little thing a picture of this Covid arms uh, jig I'm doing mm-hmm. on Saturday night with Kiri Pritchard McLean who's been on the on our thing and she's been yep. on the podcast and it was full of beer now I'm trying to remember the name of the blinking brewery because obviously it's something they send out to you yes. to say thanks for doing Doing it and as advertising and it would help if I could remember the pig in brewery. Not, the sponsor is Beaver Town. <laughs> Beaver Town, that's Beaver right. Town. And they call the beer Enjoy Your Neck Oil. Ooh. That kind of stuff. Anyway, you think he's I think they sound great. That's what I'm trying to say to you. And I yeah, so very good. So that's what I rushed down and I've got a big big box of beer. But it was very wow. nice of him. So you did that. What did you have for your tea? Uh, I went and got a pizza last night from the local shop. It's part of my right. essential shop. It's fine. But, uh, I'm not the police. I'm not the coronavirus <laughs> police. Look. A deep pan pizza. I can't be doing with flat ones. I can't do be doing with pizza. I'm never getting yeah. over it, really. Just bread with stuff on. Yeah, no, love. you sold it well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's not for me, love. It ain't for me. I'll tell you that for now. Right then. So we've got a lovely guest today. Now, you know, like I like doing that thing, Paul, where just take it, put it out to the universe, see what happens, things like yes, that. Well, when we was talking to Singalonga John, and he mentioned Withenshaw and the uh, Golden Garter, the famous Golden Garter Club, then this this lovely woman who I've worked with, a great actress, she, she just tweeted and said, yeah, I used to go in the Golden Garter. My mum used to work there, and it was Lorraine Cheshire who was in, I keep getting the name wrong, it's a... Early Doors. That's it. It's very good. She was in there, and she's been. She's in Atley Bridge, which is a you know television thing about school. Loads of stuff. She's absolutely belting. Thought, oh, let's get let's get Lorraine on. So I can't wait to talk to her, see what she what's been picking going on with her. I think she might be coming on now. 
Yeah, she's here. The great, the wonderful. Yeah, she's here. Lorraine Cheshire. Hiya. Hiya. <laughs> it's like, how are you? I'm good. How are you? It's so lovely to talk to you. I know. Now, listen, I thought about talking to you when you, re- you sort of answered that tweet from um, Sing Alonga John and oh, said yeah. that you lived back at the back of the Golden Garter. And I it did. just made me think, picking it, Lorraine, how's she going on? So just tell us a bit about the Golden Garter days, and then we'll have a proper catch-up. Well, I remember, like, as a, as a kid, my mum worked there when I was when I was about 15, I was, and she had a job there, you know, waiting on. So she used to sneak me in sometimes, and she snuck me in a couple of times. And honest to God, it was brilliant. And I remember going to see Gary Glitter, which I know you shouldn't really mention him now, should you? Like, well, nobody well, you knew know. at the time, look, no. it's all right. And then I remember him throwing a rose out to the crowd, and I grabbed it, and this other girl grabbed it, and we fought over it, she ended up with a stem. <laughs> And I, I ended up with this red rose. I sort of pushed her to the floor to get it. It was brilliant. You <laughs> were scrabbling. Definitely. Scrabbling to just this rose. Like, you know, I thought, oh, he's throwing it for me. Get out of the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, uh, what happened afterwards? I bet you're glad you didn't go backstage or anything, love, anyway. Oh, yeah, I'd have never... What would have happened to me? Can you imagine? I'd have, been, I'd have been a different woman. <laughs> so who else did you see with your mum snooking you in? Oh, uh, Limmy and the Family Cooking. Do you remember? They used to sing You Can Do Magic. That was theirs as well. And the Four Tops as well. Oh, blink. Yeah. Because, I mean... Go on, sorry. Go no, yeah. I want you to go on. Your mic sounds brilliant, by the way. Oh, right. your equi- What equipment are you using? I'm on my phone. I'm just on my phone. It's pigging brilliant. Carry on anyway. Oh, so... Well, so your mum used to snuck you in and all that. Just tell us about their memories of all that. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Like, I mean, with you being a kid, and I drank as well. She used to get me the odd little tipple, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like half a lager and lime and stuff. And Oh, yeah, and I remember the acts. I remember, like, you know, like her being there, like she was there for about two years and, you know, and the little meal. I Googled it the other day and apparently you could get a meal for 15 shillings <laughs> all in. So you'd see the acts and all yeah. that for 15 bob. For 15 bob, yeah, you know, and then you get, like, chicken in a basket, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I know, and I used to dress myself up to the nines, like, full of makeup at 15, like, <laughs> but it was a different world, wasn't it? I mean, you'd never get away with that now, would you? Do you know what I mean? I don't think you would, and I think it's absolutely lovely that you went. And you, what was your mum's job then? She was waiting on. Yeah, she just waited. So, I mean, she ran pubs for years after that, so that was Aww. like, I mean, you know, she was a single mother. My dad died when I was very young, so she had, like, three jobs on the go. She worked oh, really yeah. hard. You know, bless her. She was amazing. Irish she was, you know. She took no messing. <laughs> we were terrified of her. <laughs> How many kids was there? Have you three got... of us. Three of us. Right. Older brother and a younger sister, seven years younger. But, oh, God, we don't. If we snuck out or anything or anything, she'd just give us a clout. She wasn't bothered about that. You know, we just got it. So we were terrified <laughs> of her. Yeah, we went did nothing wrong. We just never did. We were just, like, so scared of her. <laughs> That was a kind of way of being a parent, wasn't yeah. it, really? Yeah. But, but you're not, because you've got... How many kids have you got, love? I, do, I have one, Carly. She lives in Northern Ireland with my granddaughter and her partner, so I miss them, you know, it's... Oh, darling. You've got a granddaughter. Very I do. Nice. Beatrix, and she, she said to me the other oh. week, she went, Grandma, can you spell spell? I said, I think I can. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it for you. Can you spell spell? Are you miss- are you missing your grand? Yeah. You're missing your daughter, no. But I think grand children are very being missed over all this lockdown stuff, aren't they? 
oh, it's awful. I just, you don't know what to do. You know, I mean, the thing is that, you know, I'm, I feel like a 1940s housewife, you know what I mean? Now I've like, in the, I've never been out of the bloody kitchen, you know. <laughs> That's right. We're going back to all them ways, aren't we? Whipping yeah. up some instant whip. Things like That's that. It. Yeah, and putting his slippers on when he comes home. I haven't got that far yet, but it's, it's nearly... <laughs> it has taken us back to the 1940s housewife stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's madness. Why... Right. So why do you think that's gone... Because it has gone like that. Why do you think it's gone so quickly to that... I've no. I think it's because when you are at home and you, because John's been working through all of this because he works for the right. train company, and I think you know. I mean, as before, I would work as well, so we'd do it between us. But because he's, I'm at home and he's working, he doesn't expect it, you know. Or maybe he no, does I now. Know. <laughs> maybe he does now. But you know, yeah. But it's something to do as well, isn't it? I mean, I had all these ideas. I bought a ukulele. I haven't even opened the packet. In... <laughs> I'd love to know how many people have bought ukuleles. Can we put that call at me and Lorraine Cheshire? Did yeah. you buy a ukulele over lockdown? <laughs> I bet they bloody have. I bet they have. I like, learn the language. I thought, Jesus, I can barely speak my own, so I'm not going to be doing that. So, <laughs> so the ukulele's been left untouched, but you have found oh. yourself making custard. Is that what you yeah. mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Making custard. Yeah. Like a bird's eye trifle for him, yeah. Oh, I. Absolutely lovely. Sprinkles like, yeah. on top. I mean, I'm, I bought an air fryer yesterday and it's just looking at me. I'm thinking, I'm never going to use you, am I? You're just going to be sat on that side looking at me. <laughs> now, I know you're a you're absolutely picking brilliant actress. So what do you think about things for theatre and telly and all that kind of stuff, Lorraine? I am it's going worried. To be, yeah, I know that, love. It's a worry for artists, but for performing artists particularly. Well, I think when yeah. the theatres open back up, I think what they're going to have to do is, like, maybe, you know, use all their local talent now. You know, instead of, like, going out there and, you know, getting people... I know, like, they get people from London, they get other... But I think they have to start doing that because people need to earn a wage, don't they? And they need to open up. And But how they're going to do it, I haven't got a clue. I, I mean, know. you know... I Go on, go on, go on. No, you nope. don't you be sorry. Go on. You see, people listening, all we can see is a little green light. We can't see each other. The green <laughs> light's going up and down. You have to jump <laughs> in when you get the green light's flatlining. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just don't I never... be sorry. Don't be picking sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say to you, I like the idea that you've just come up with of keeping things local. All that travelling. Yeah. And a lot of auditions <laughs> would be done. Say something was being made in Manchester, Leeds, or somewhere like that. They'd audition people in London and stuff when they can't how many times have you had to go to London for an audition for something that we're going to be made locally oh loads absolutely loads all of us have to do I think they've really got to change the system now and I think as you said people have to work and no one's earning any money and they're falling through the cracks which is really terrible for actors and you know and, and comedians and musicians it's everyone isn't it it's not just actors so yeah, it's good. it is it is a bit of a pig in worry. And when you think back now, when I see like things, old films or just photographs of me doing jigs and stuff, and you yeah. see all the people close together. I mean, because she was involved. Was you? I think you was involved in doing the live. Um, what's it called? Open not called open old doors. What's it called? Like, oh, early, oh, early, oh, early doors. Early doors ain't chatting. <laughs> Because that was to pig in, 
packed audiences at the Lowry and places. Does it seem like a different world having all them audiences sitting close together? Well, I didn't do the live show. Didn't I No. Oh. I was working at the time. And honestly, Mark Benson, who plays Eddie, he couldn't do it. And honest to God, I couldn't do it without him because he oh. was the guy. And I mean, even though Neil Hurst took over and he's brilliant and Vicky Bins, which I think was excellent. You know, they took over uh, Joan and Eddie, what they called them, June and Freddie, I think. Different <laughs> yeah, yeah, different people. True. But I, I didn't do it because I didn't want to do it without him because he was my best pal and, you know, I felt, you know, like that. But I, I don't know, you know, it's great that they did it and I'm sorry not to be involved, but it's just the way sometimes. It's just it, the way you know? it happens and you was working yeah. and all that. And yeah. It, but it's that kind of feeling... Even on a telly, not even, but on telly, I made a bit of kids' telly uh, in June and it'd be coming on soon. Oh, that can't happen, really, can it, making telly? Because no. people don't know how close people are standing, the sound guy. Uh, everybody's in the same space, aren't they, Lorraine? Very cl- yeah. Even closer than theatre, yeah. really, I think, making telly. I mean, what are you going to do when you start back up with your gigs? I mean, how's that going to work for you? I don't know if I like doing oh. this Zoom. I'll tell you what I like Oh, this is about. great, yeah. I'm doing all this. You can have a wash on downstairs, Lorraine. <laughs> and you can be doing a bit. And you can nip down, take it out, put it in the dryer, nip up, do a bit more. Of course you can. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, what you can do, you can just do everything. I mean, I don't think any of us will go back to normal. I don't think I'll go out the house, me. I think, you know, when we do Ackley Bridge, <laughs> when we go back to Ackley Bridge, because we sadly had to stop doing that, like, I'm just going to say, can I do it from home? <laughs> What happened? Did it suddenly say in Ackley Bridge? Did you suddenly tell that sick kids we were in lockdown? Yeah. What uh, we were, were you on work, set? Yes, we were at work and we'd done a scene and we were working a bit later and I think it got to like eight o'clock when we were finishing and they just come up and said, that's it now, folks. We were what? Because we were willing to go on. We'd we'd phoned a couple of people to see where they were still working on, Corrie and Emmerdale. I've got a couple of mates mm. and they said, oh, yeah, we're still going. And I thought, oh, maybe we can. Then they went, no, no, no. I knew when the line producer went home, he went back to his house. I thought, oh, we're done for. <laughs> to hear the six o'clock briefing from Boris Johnson. <laughs> you were basing us. Malcolm's gone home. Yeah. I just thought, oh my God. I went, where is he? He said he's gone home. I went, right then. I said, I'm getting, I'm getting it. I said, I'm packing my kit. I said, I'm going. I'm but going. I, oh, I felt sorry for the kids though because we've got loads of new little oh, young kids, actors. Yeah. They were devastated. They were crying and I went, oh, oh, don't worry. I said, we'll come back. I said, we will eventually, you know, because it was their first job. It must be terrible. You know, I felt oh, for them a lot. Okay. You know. That's yeah. such an interesting picture, really. And that yeah. must have been going on in so many different situations in so oh. many places going, that's it. It's, it's what? Yeah. Funny, isn't it? I no it's idea so... when you'd be going back or anything like that. Yeah, we got an email saying possibly September. And then I oh. sent my... The, the makeup girl, a message saying, please don't let me do my own makeup. It'll be a dog's dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, it's okay, Lossa, I'm coming back. She said, I went, oh, thank God, I can't do my own. That's right. Yeah. We, we talked to Alison <laughs> Hammond and she's been doing some stuff from home. From home. And she said, I'm getting quite good at doing my makeup. She said, it's interesting, isn't it, all the yeah. different departments oh. and... 
Well, the fact interesting. that you rely on them so much, like, I mean, the makeup room, isn't it? As you know yourself, is the hub where everything goes on, all oh, the chat lovely. goes on, yeah, all the lovely. gossip goes on. You hear yeah. everything. I say, oh, tell me what's going on, because they know everything. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, they do. They do know everything that's going on. It's, a, oh, it's making me what a bit a joy. kind of sexy. Oh, no. really, it's, it's, there's nothing like making a television programme with people. It's, it's so lovely, really. It is because you, everyone's involved. Everyone's doing the same thing and we're all getting on. And, you know, the lovely crew who work so hard. I mean, they work harder than anyone because they're there every day. At least we get a break, you know, we're not there every day, are we, you know? And they're very long but, hours. So when you said it was 8 o'clock, <clears throat> you know, when you found out, that's... Mm. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. You're in early, you finish yeah. late, and the crew, like you say. Yeah. And all them crew are probably self-employed, aren't they? Yeah, all of them, every one of them. Yeah. It's really sad, you know what I mean? And as he said, we're falling through the cracks. I see, you know, people on Twitter say, I can't get this, I can't get this. I just think, this is awful situation. These people need to, you know, they need to feed themselves, they need to pay the mortgages. What's going on, you know? I just feel from I feel from it. It's a real bad situation, isn't it? Really, it, it no. is, and I think that um, <clears throat> it out of there's like obviously lots. <clears throat> it's the hospitality and the entertainment business. Yeah, that I think those are going <clears throat> to be the hard pubs and stuff. Pubs, all that is the hardest hit. So you were brought up in pubs. Oh, I'm interested in that. What was that like having a I, well, I was, ran a pub. Well, she didn't run it till I was like I was oh, I was okay. I was I was married then. I you know I lived in Germany oh, with my husband, right. but we used to come home to pubs. Yeah, she had one on the Platford on Stretford Road, and I remember she she phoned me one day and she said to me, "I've had a stabbing." She said, "She said, and do you know what?" She says, "It's a busy lunchtime." She says, "I just can't be doing with it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing with that now. It was the roughest pub ever. I've never seen anything like it. It was just, I don't know how she did it, how she stayed there for the two years. It was a rough, I mean, she had some beautiful places, but that was the worst. That was the last one. She said, I'm not doing it anymore. That's it. I'm getting out of this game. So. I'm going out of this game. But I, I think that women um, landlords often are more effective and can yes. run a rough pub better than fellas and i'm interested in the way that you know like when you look at all the countries it's, it's yeah. the women in it like what's that yeah. called in new zealand who are doing a good job of it yeah oh you know, yeah what's great going job. on now yeah what yeah what do you think it is about women that make them can make them very good bosses in them situations because we can i mean the old age thing of multitasking we can do it, can't yeah. we? We do several things at once. As you said, I've got my washing on. I'm doing this. You're doing that. Yeah. You're doing something else. You know, you head somewhere else, and then you think you're thinking before you even do something what you're going to do the next day. I think we all we are we are always thinking and we are always doing. That's my take I on it. I think that's right. We're always mm. picking, thinking, and doing. Yeah, always. So, what would you like to be doing now? So, are you, is there anything about what you do? You having this little bit of a break now? Is there anything nice about it? Anything you're enjoying apart from doing the 1940s going back in time? <laughs> well, I'm watching lots of box sets and things and old programmes like Faulty Towers, things I haven't watched before. I'm, I'm basically a slob, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Good to be honest. Go on, love. Tell us about yeah. it. And, and I bought, like, I did buy a Pilates thing off QVC that and I thought, <laughs> I, 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 I haven't got a mat, so I can't use that. So I've just, it's in, it's in spare room with a steamer and everything else. That's right, and everything bloody hell. So I like the idea you keep buying this stuff. I do. And I the thought... Ukulele, it's a friend of the ukulele. Don't you want you yeah. either? No. Yeah, no. 
honest to God, it's awful. The, the spare room was just getting packed out, and John goes, you're not going to use that, are you? I went, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah, I will. And then instead I just get, I go into like a rabbit hole of Netflix, and then I'm lost. <laughs> Very nice. Look, I think it'd be good if people sent in photographs of stuff they bought over lockdown they're not going to use. I bought this gel salon nails at home kit. Lovely. Not really, love it. One <laughs> and all the nails fell straight off. <laughs> no. I'm looking at it now oh. in its box. Oh no! Do you see the oh, thing? Chris. It's like it is. It's like my hair. You know, I've a, the grey's coming through. But do you know what? I'm embracing it. I just thought, do you know what? What can you do? You can't do anything. You know, I, I think it's nicer with. I think a lot of women are going to come out looking with with greyer hair, and you know, I think that might be quite nice. What's that woman? She's a good actress. She's been going a long time. <clears throat> She's got kind of silver hair. Everybody likes her. She used to take her clothes off when she was younger. She used to take Oh, Helen Mirren. Yeah, you knew her, really. <laughs> oh, of course. Oh, oh, she's legendary. The stories are legendary about old Helen. <laughs> well, I've just meant on film. I don't mean what you're talking about. You're about what happened in Green Room, not me. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, lovely, but lovely hair. She's got nice she's Lovely. Hair. If everybody she... does for that look. And she always looks lovely, doesn't she? She always looks lovely. She does lovely. always look lovely. She covers her arms and she looks lovely. <laughs> that's a big... That's right, cover them arms up. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so you're enjoying a bit of peace... Are you enjoying a bit of peace and quiet? Oh, yeah, now I live in the centre of Manchester, so usually it's very noisy. It? Even my neighbour's quiet, because my neighbour, like, he drags furniture. Actually, I think of the vampires, because it's two coffins <laughs> that they're dragging after midnight, because he never... And he's got a guitar and he can't sing. And it... And he just goes on his balcony, and he, but I haven't even heard him. And I thought, oh, I'm having a respite from you as well. It's really weird. <laughs> so, I hope he's all right, love. I do, because I've not heard him dragging anything. <laughs> you better knock on. <laughs> so you're in the centre of Manchester. I, I do. I know Manchester yeah. very well. Give us a, not, we're not going to try and track you down. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> where, where about north, south, east, or west? Northern quarter or what? No. Yeah, yeah northern quarter, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, right in the centre of the northern quarter, I am. Yeah, we moved here about eight years ago. Yeah, so. So what? Yeah. Do you like that? I think it's a nice idea. City centre living, and you enjoying yeah. it. I am like because you know we've got a lift. I don't have to walk up the stairs. Mm. <laughs> That's Brilliant. nice. I've got a, I've got a Juliet balcony, and I like to shout. <laughs> So is Paul, the producer. Say, where is Paul? Hello. <laughs> Hello. It's my thing. It's your thing. It's good, though. The it's Juliet good. balcony, yes. The Juliet. And I do shout at the skateboarders if they come past and make too much noise. I go, no, no, we're in lockdown, no. Oh. <laughs> is that your cry? No, no, we're in lockdown. John goes, leave him alone. I go, no, I can't. I can't have this. I'm trying to watch Netflix and they're just making too much noise. It's so. <laughs> it's a great cry. No, no, we're alone. He says you like so a fish a fishwife. He said stop it. Sorry, yes. Oh, well you've got that off your mum sorting people oh, yeah. at the Definitely. The, uh, Withenshaw, the back in Withenshaw. The back oh, the, uh, yeah. Golden Garden. Garden. No, you've had your scampi. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so <laughs> When good. do you think you got the book for performing? So there you are, a girl dressed up to the nines, fighting over a, a flower. A rose. By, what's his name? Gary's, yeah. Gary's, Gary's, Gary's flowers. When <laughs> did you... You think you got the bud for thinking, I want a, the bug, not the bud. I know when you got the bud, when you 
wrestled it off that bloody girl. <laughs> throw it to the ground. When did you get the when? idea that, ah, Lorraine, I want to get on stage, I want to do what they're doing? When did that happen to you? Well, in 92, John got made redundant from the army and we came home and we bought a house back in Withenshaw there. And I, he said, what, he said, it's your turn now. What do you want to do? And I was like in my 30s then and I went to drama school when I was 35. So I was getting on really, you know. I mean, I got a message from a guy who, who was at drama school with and he went to me. He was a bit drunk the other night and he sent me a Twitter and he said, um, Lorraine, he went, I remember you in at drama school. He said, he said, I thought you were very old and very nice. <laughs> I said, I was 35. And he went, I know, but I was 18. He said, and anyone over 18 is old to me. It, you know, when kids are like, we're old, aren't we, you know, so. How brilliant yeah. to do that, Lorraine, though. And how nice of John to say, it's your turn now. Yeah, it was I lovely. I think that's really properly fantastic, that is. It was great. And then I went for three years and it was a real eye-opener, though, because I'd not done anything like that before at all. No performing, so... Yeah, difficult. Where did you go? You didn't. You'd not done anything, and then went to drama school. Well, I did a, a, a year's course, you know, at college, like before I went, and then applied for drama schools, and I applied for the Met, but didn't get in, and then I applied um, to Arden, which was uh, Wiley Longmore, who was in charge of of the school, and I went there. Yeah, so I did three years is, there. Is that where mm. is Arden? Is that in like some, the Met? You mean Manchester Met? Yeah, Manchester Met. I didn't get in there. So, yeah. But what is Arden? That's in London, oh, is it? No, it was in Shaston. It was just in Shaston in Manchester, just outside. They had an old school. Brilliant. and It's Brilliant. not there. And it's in the centre of Manchester now. It moved ages ago. But I went there for three years, so it was not far from where I lived. So it was great. I am glad you didn't have to go to Piggy in London. Because I'm interested in this keeping it local, which is something you said at the <clears> beginning. So there you are. 35, not really yeah. done any acting. No. Nope. You, you go to the drama school and then yeah. what happened then? Because you've had such a successful career, kids. So well, I know there'll be people that. now <laughs> in lockdown going, I want to make a change. And I love that <laughs> phrase that your John said to you. It's your turn now. We yeah. can make big changes in our <laughs> lives. So there you are. You come out of drama school and then what happens, kids? Uh, I went and got an agent in Halifax was my agent there. Like, they were really lovely. Northern Lights, they were called, they were great. And then I just went for auditions and my first job was with John Enshaw and it was Cops. Oh, lovely right. John, you know, and yeah. it, it we was... We tried a... to get John on, but you can't get on the bloody thing. He technologically said... He said, I can't, I can't do all this stuff, kid. Sorry, I can't. I can't do all this stuff, kid. That's just lying, John, isn't it? I know, he's going to leave me out of this one. I'll try and get him again anyway. So your first job was with yeah, John. Lovely John. It was lovely John, yeah. And it was like, and I remember doing it, and it was, we had a director who was very posh called Harry Bradbeer, and he said to me, um, can you just come here? He said, Lorraine, you don't have to shout. We have a mic. <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's above you. He said, um, I said, well, I've just got out of drama school. I said, I'm used to, like, you know, projecting that voice. He went, just, no, be, be quite quiet if you can. <laughs> it was lovely. And I went, oh, OK. Yeah, and I, I had, yeah go on, sorry, go on. I'm just saying there's yeah. a lot to learn when you got into telly, don't you? Yeah, because you know you, yourself, yeah. It's a steep learning curve because you're God. used to being on stage and acting all the time and... Sometimes you're acting, the camera's nowhere pigging near you. you I know. know. You can't, can't even pig in see us. You've got, you learn, don't you? So it's helpful he said that to you. 
It was really helpful. Oh, yeah, yeah, helped me. And I think I remember we had steady cam, so the cameras, as you said, they were nowhere near us. We didn't know where they were at the time. And I had a big... um, uh, scene in a church and of course it was my first time getting up there doing like a little tiny monologue thing at, um, and I was in there and I, and I didn't realise and then they bought all the extras in and I went oh and honest to God we just I just went oh god I've got to do this and I was like a rabbit in the headlights I thought come on Lorraine just Aww. keep it together and my friend who was on it at the time Jenny said because she went oh you'll be all right just get up there she went she went my heart, she says, my heart was in my mouth and Lorraine's watching you do that. She's because I was thinking, oh my God, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to do it. But I had to do it. I mean, you know, the light was going and we had half an hour to get it in. And that's how you learn very quickly about what TV is all about, don't you? You know yourself, yeah, you know. You've got to do because it's mm. you, but you're wasting so many people's time. This is it, especially if you, you, you don't get it right, absolutely. Oh, but you feel like, awful. But it's like you, I mean, you write. You produce stuff, you do all that. That must be even worse because you like the in charge of it all. Oh, sometimes. You know. Yeah, it's like making a Sunday dinner. Mm. You've got to get all your pans <laughs> yeah. boiling at the same time and don't let them boil That's over it. or boil dry. Yeah. Yeah, you just learn as you go, though, Lorraine, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. And, think... we, and we are lucky to be due. I'm just amazed that you've mm. just not done any of it before you were 35. I just think it's unbelievable, love. You've done so Pigging, smashing. That is very nice of you. Thank you. I've been very, of course, you're lucky sometimes as well, aren't you? You know, that you get jobs and they they come up. I mean, I have had a lot of time unemployed as well. And I think that makes you very humble as well. It teaches you to like care about what you do and care about what other people as well, I think. Oh, that's very good. And yeah, to care about it. And then when you do get a job, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is it. Oh, I mm. do miss being doing the telly because it is like you're on a great big ship together. I mean, doing stand-up mm. is all right, but it can be a bit more lonely. And actually, this mm. Zoom, although, I mean, I'm calling it Zoom, and I'm not Zooming now, we're on clean feed, which yeah. I do think sounds like some kind of, you know, <laughs> when they stick a pipe up, you know what I'm talking about. I what do. do right, it sounds like, <laughs> I don't like saying Paul gets queasy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> In a way, this kind of strange <clears throat> lockdown thing, when it first happened, I was like, oh, God, it's going to be awful. But I've talked to so many people and it's been so nice being connected with people. Do you feel like you're more connected with people now? I do, I do. Time? Yeah, yeah, I do feel like I'm connected with people and, you know, and, like, more time with my daughter, more time with John. Even though John and I have been married for years, like, I think this is just being like this a lot, Dan. I mean, even though he's gone to work, but he has been home a lot, we've just got on with it, you know. We've, like, you know, mind you, we've run out with things to argue about. You know what I mean? 40 <laughs> years of being together, there's nothing left. We'd have to make things up. <laughs> a lot of people said that they were back, kind of thrown back together. There was a lot of people who gone, I don't know why you put that there. That doesn't go there. Why have you put that yeah. there? So none of that going on. Yeah. Oh no, none of that. Go- no, no. We we really tried. We just like, and if we do get like that, I think he just goes on the computer and plays one of his games and fights someone. Oh. So it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you've got it sorted out. We have. Right, we've been together right, for so long, you know. No, oh, yeah. I'm very pleased, and he's a good lad, isn't he? He's a nice fellow. Especially he's, saying that to you, it's your turn now. Oh yeah, he's the nicest bloke. I've been very lucky. You know what I mean? He's just great. You know, there's nothing he won't do. He's he's smashing. You know, he, apart from cook, which he can't do, but that's all right. Oh, that's all right. That's that's a small yeah. thing, and also you'll be able to exercise your 1940s housewife. <laughs> that's, that's it. 
It's been great. I'm getting so a what's pinny. What's for tea tonight? What's for tea tonight, Lorraine? Oh, I might do a bit of steak. Oh, lovely. What with? Yeah. I might do some mash and I might do some vegetables and a bit of... I've got, like, a bit of peppercorn sauce, so, you oh. know. Yeah. Right. She made it for me when she mentioned the peppercorn sauce. That <laughs> takes us straight back again to the Golden Garter. Yes, I used, used to think that was wonderful, wasn't it? What, peppercorn sauce, steak, Diane? Oh, yeah. All that oh, yeah. Stuff. I like all that old-fashioned stuff, me, because that's all we can I, do. And I think it's coming back, I know. I honestly oh. do think... Malt loaf's on the rise, I'll tell you that for now. I love a malt loaf. <laughs> Honest to God, I really do. Oh, I think we might have that for afters. <laughs> no. Yeah, good. Right, my love. It's been All really right. belting to, to see oh, you. Oh, what well, a pleasure. You, but I feel like I am to talk to you. And we can't wait for you to get back on the telly with that, the bridge and all that. And then kids. And you too working. as well. I can't wait to see you back doing your stuff. Right, kids. You're oh, brilliant. You. Thank you so much indeed. And you are. Take care, cock. You Bye, too, lovely. Bye, love. Bye. All right, all right. Good laugh talking to Lorraine. And also the Juliet balcony <laughs> thing. Yes. It's not just me. In the, it's in a city centre. And a ju- she's like another me. She's in the city centre with a Juliet balcony. It's exactly what I am. But it's just. She didn't know what you meant was that's my thing. You shouldn't <laughs> well, have said that to her. I'm really, sorry. I, can't, I got excited. I, wanted, I should have said snap. You're, I think what it was, you're very, you're very um, possessive of that catchphrase, pulling the Juliet balcony. You don't want anybody else to have no. a Juliet balcony, do you? No, just me. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, it was nice yeah. talking to her. I loved, all, loved all that stuff yes. about her husband. Mm. Very nice, heartwarming really, isn't it? It gives you pig in hope. Yeah. I loved it when she talked about that moment on set when people were saying, that's it, you're not coming back to work. And when how you realise you're being locked down. I remember thinking, what am I going to do? I did think that, mm. you know, how am I going to... And I'm, now, Paul, yep. I'm pigging busy. Yep. I'm pigging busy. True. What, so I've got to get off in a minute. But yep. I, I know that you're feeling the pressure you were saying yes. to me before. Time's, your time well, started to pressurise you. Tell us about it. I've love. got to get off and edit the podcast before the sun gets on my Juliet balcony and comes and lights <laughs> up this room like an oven and makes it unbearable, intolerable it is. It's nice to have the sun, but when you've got like glass even when you slide the glass open the room becomes unbearably hot so yes i've got a very short window now to edit the podcast before i get toasted i won't keep talking to you because i don't want your pig in toasted but this all (laughs) this glass in buildings is interesting Mm. about this time last year i did a jig with justin morehouse tom bins and oh and somebody else it was a football i think it was the, the kind of social place in a football ground in somewhere like it wasn't Halifax, it was somewhere like that. There was glass everywhere. There's been a lot of places designed, like your place now, mm. with too much glass. People were passing out in the heat. Oh, it, yeah. It's a day, that's what I'm trying to say to you. I see. Need you don't want too here. many windows. Yeah. You don't want too many windows. Architects are going, wouldn't you love little bringing all this light in? Yeah. That'll cost you a very lot of money. <laughs> and then these poor people working and they're going, we can't breathe. We're yeah. like tomatoes in a greenhouse. <laughs> it's a bit of a greenhouse, yeah. So it's sort of like a modern design. But you wouldn't, but you know, like if you go into other countries and stuff, they've got nice shutters that mm. they bring, they keep. You need a nice. Get some wooden shutters on these. It's good in one way because you can slide the door wide open and get a good breeze through, but the other side is doubled the glass there. You've actually Ah. doubled the concentration of glass, so it's like a proper greenhouse. That's right, they don't. That's right, they don't really care about us the people that do oh, so. no. anyway good luck look so you better get going before <laughs> yes. you get absolutely frazzed yes yeah, the longer we talk the more likely i'm going to get roasted now listen i i had a look where people are coming from <laughs> australia yeah 
Australian charts. I was going to tell you that. You've got clever. Hi, Graf, telling you we're in the Australian charts. <laughs> that was amazing. So, hi, good day. They're obviously 12 hours behind, so probably good bedtime. <laughs> this is unbelievable. But also, you can go up and down out of charts very quickly because we're, we're going up and down in charts we've never been in, and then we're out again. <laughs> that's what annoys me. I get, get emails saying you're out of this chart. I was like, well, that's good news because we weren't in it yesterday. Because we were never in it. <laughs> so, it means people have been listening enough to put us in the chart. It's crazy. <laughs> So anyway, thanks to everybody across the world. I'm waiting for things like, you know, there's somebody on Mars, Barbara, says the listener. <laughs> oh, I love that. I would at all. So listen, thanks very much. Great talking to Lorraine Cheshire. And I just know that it's worthwhile doing this. Sometimes you think, is it pigging worth it? But then you get the messages back on Podcast Nice or somebody tweets and you just know it is worth it, really. So thanks, kids. Carry on doing whatever you're doing. Enjoy yourself. And remember what Lorraine did. In this time now, you could make a big change. It's your time now, kid. It's your time. All right, Paul. Get going now. Get editing before you're frazzled, before there's nothing left of you, like a dried up old caterpillar <laughs> husk. Ta-ra, love. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.